0: Dear Franny podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the world's largest provider of audio entertainment. I myself have over 100 books that I have downloaded from Audible on my phone right now. And if not for Audible, I would not be able to keep up with all of the books and all of the podcasts that I wanna hear because life is really, really busy. But with Audible, you can take all of your titles with you on the go. They sync across devices and I love when you can listen to the author read their own book. So Arlen Hamilton, who was a guest on this podcast, a few months ago, she wrote a book called It's About Damn Time. And I loved listening to the audio version of that book and listening to Arlen's voice tell me her story. So I'm a big, big fan and a longtime subscriber of Audible. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible by visiting audibletrial.com slash dearfranny. Audible trial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, T-R-I-A-L. Dot com slash Dear Franny. When you use your trial, you can cancel at any time, no strings attached. And the title that you get, and you get two titles if you are an Amazon Prime member, whatever titles you get, you get to keep them. You download them and you get to keep them forever, even if you wind up canceling your membership. But I don't think you will because it's that good. So visit AudibleTrial.com slash Dear Franny. Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Okay, I'm really excited about today's episode. I mean, I know I'm always excited, I know, I know, I know, but this is a bonus episode, so that's how excited I am. I'm so excited that I couldn't wait until next week where the next episode normally would have come out and I'm actually releasing an extra episode a week early because I'm that excited to talk about human design. So if you've never heard of human design, If you don't know what I'm talking about, please get ready to have your mind blown. I actually did an episode about human design last year in 2019, and I interviewed a human design reader named Erin Claire Jones. So please feel free to go back and check that episode out, and I can link to that in the show notes. And I also, most recent episode that came out last week, I did an interview with AC Brown, who is your favorite human design bae and psychic and my new friend. And we talked a little tiny bit about human design in that interview, that conversation with AC, but I wanted to record this episode because I know that just hearing about human design, it's just intriguing when you first hear about it, but there's so much to understand and to unpack to really make sense of it all. And so since I gave you guys that little teaser of discussing it last week, I wanted to come back and record this episode to give you a real overview because human design is it's definitely growing in popularity. More and more people are talking about it and teaching about it, but it takes a lot of study. It's not something that you can just like go on the internet and spend an hour reading about it like oh you get human design like there's so many layers to a human design chart so my understanding of human design has grown leaps and bounds over the last year since i first started talking about it publicly and i'm just really excited to be able to provide a little resource for people who are in the position that i was where i'm like trying to just find everything i can about human design that's where i was about a year year and a half ago so I also want to announce before I hop in, because what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give an overview of each of the five aura types. So in human design, everyone is one of five different aura types and So there's so many different things in your human design chart. There are 2 billion potential combinations of a human design chart. So that just tells you how really, really detailed and specific it actually gets. But at the highest level, we have these five different energy or aura types. And understanding your aura type is the foundation of starting to understand your design. So this we're really starting at the basics at the beginning. And I'm also going to commit to recording subsequent episodes where I start to break down some other parts of your chart that are also really important. So I'm committing to doing that. But for now, we're going to stick to the five energy types. And the last thing I want to say before we dive in is that this is December 2020. And through the end of this month, I'm going to be choosing three people to give a one-on-one human design consultation. And if you would like to be considered in that drawing for one of those three people, then I need you to text me. So here's my number, and this is a US number, so that the country code is number one. Anyone outside of the country, I wanna be clear, this is gonna you know cost whatever, even people inside the US, this is gonna cost you whatever text message to the US would normally cost you. So just put that disclaimer out there. And the number is 323-402-6863, 323-402-6863. So text me, text me two things, number one, your human design type so are you a manifestor you a reflector are you a generator and then number two text me your biggest question right now so whatever your pressing question is so if you listen to this episode and you're like oh my god but now i want to know this other thing text me what that question is and like i said i'm going to be choosing three people who send in that info so all right great without further ado here is our introduction to human design If you haven't yet gotten your human design chart, take a moment and do that right now because this is gonna make a lot more sense when you know what your particular energy type is. So you can go to the website jovianarchive.com. That's J-O-V-I-A-N archive, A-R-C-H-I-V-E.com. I don't have any affiliation with that website, but that's the one that I use. But you can also just do a search for human design chart. You need your date, time, and place of birth. If you don't have your exact time your exact birth details really try to get as close as possible human design does not work like astrology it doesn't mean that everybody who's born on a particular day is a particular energy type it can fluctuate within the day and it certainly fluctuates from day to day so depending on your location so you want to get as close as you can okay once you've got your chart now you're ready to dig in so the first one that I'm going to cover is the manifestor so the manifestor has a strategy of informing other people about what action you are about to take so manifestors are the only energy type that are designed to initiate action so if you think of a row of dominoes the manifestor is the one that flicks that first domino it falls and all the others fall into place and they all go whichever way they're gonna go and that's everyone else responding to the actions that the manifestor has initiated so manifestors are only about nine percent of the population and if you think of the manifestor think of a classic archetype of the person who decided that they wanted to make themselves queen or king or emperor. And they were just able to go out there make that happen, rally people to their cause. So that manifestor energy is very forceful. And manifestors have within them this natural desire to move forward and to take action. And for you as a manifester, that is energetically correct for you. In human design, there is no good and bad. There is just what is energetic correct for you specifically and what is energetically incorrect for you specifically that's it so the correct energetic impulse of the manifestor is to take that action that is the role that you are playing in the ecosystem of humanity so what is really really important for manifestors to remember is that yes you are designed to get an idea get an inspiration go out into the world and take action and to see that come to reality right to manifest into reality however you are going to be able to do that with the maximum amount of flow and ease if you communicate if you inform the people who may be impacted by your actions that is really the crux of if you're a manifester please take this away from listening to me tell you this because if you don't do that if you just take action and you don't let the people know who are going to be impacted by your actions what you're going to do is create a lot of anger in other people you're also going to feel angry because you're going to feel like I'm a manifester and I just want to do whatever I want to do and why are all these people you know asking me this and asking me that if you were to learn how to communicate with them more effectively and really, I don't wanna say train, but kind of train the people in your life to understand the way that you operate, then you are going to have so much more flow, so much more success. Your relationships are gonna be so much more harmonious. And each energy type has its own unique signature. The signature of the manifester is peace. So that is what you want. You want peace. You wanna kind of be left alone to do your own thing and you want peace. And so that communication is going to be really, really essential for for you as a manifestor. So each energy type has its own, what's called in human design, your not self. So the not self is when you are acting in ways that are energetically incorrect for you, whether that's due to conditioning from society, from childhood, energy that you've absorbed from other people, whatever the reason, whenever you are behaving in a way that is outside of your design, that is considered to be the not self. And so each not self has its own signature. So the not self signature of the manifester is anger. So as I mentioned before, that anger that people will feel towards you because you're not informing them of your actions. Remember, you don't need permission, but you do need to inform that is your strategy as a manifester and you're getting angry at them. So if, as a manifester, if you're feeling a lot of anger, a lot of fr- frustration in any situation just know that's a good sign that you are not honoring your strategy of to inform so the last thing that I'll say about manifestors before I move on is that it's really important for you to really understand and I especially say this for anybody who is a woman who's listening to this because oftentimes if you don't have the parents or the family or the teachers who can really honor and respect this drive that you have within you to go forward and to take action you can get really stifled right you can get put into a box you can get people trying to really get you to conform and so that can result in a lot of not self that can result in a lot of self-doubt that can result in a lot of internal struggle so manifestor let me tell you self-doubt is kryptonite to the manifestor so starting to really step into that power that you have as a manifestor is going to be really really important for you and to stop questioning yourself manifestors are designed to take action you're not designed to necessarily follow through on that action but But you are designed to initiate action. So please know that it's really, really important for you to know that as a manifestor. So after manifestors, we have generators. Generators are about 37% of the population and generators are really here to do meaningful work and to master that work that they do. So when I think of a generator, classic generator is Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, when you see Oprah doing her work that she's really called to do, there is no doubt this woman is doing what she's put on this earth to do and that's really the energy of a generator. you have a ton of energy, you have a defined sacral motor, which is what gives you this deep Energy reserve. Now, without getting too deep into the energy centers, because this is just the overview, so I'm not going to go too far into that, but just know that you have a defined sacral motor and that gives you access to the most powerful life force that humans have access to. So, as a generator, you are here to use that bountiful energy. When I think of a generator, the energy of a generator, you are like a freight train barreling down the tracks. Now, and what that is about is that your energy, your focus is very, very targeted. You have a really great ability to focus. So like Oprah, like any generator who's really in their zone, when you're really called to do something and you focus your energy on that, then you will master it and you will get even more energy from doing it and living in alignment with whatever that is that's calling you to it. So for all of us in life, it's always important that we are really listening to ourselves and we are doing what feels correct for us. But for generators in particular, hear me now, this is Really important for you. It's really important that you do not commit your energy to things that are incorrect for you. That means situations, that means jobs, that means relationships, because remember, you're like that freight train barreling down the track. So much energy, it's a sight to behold. However, you can't stop on a dime, you can't make a sharp right turn. So once that focus generator energy is focused in any direction, once you've committed your energy to something, you have within you this internal drive. To see it through. So, even when you leave the job that's wrong for you, or even when you leave the relationship that's wrong for you as a generator, you're still going to have some type of entanglement to that situation. So, for you as generators, really, really, really important that you are honoring the fact that once you commit your energy to something, you are all in. And if it's not correct for you, then it will actually burn you out. So, this brings me to the strategy of the generator. And your strategy is to respond. So, what that is you are responding to is your sacral gut response. So it is a physical Response within your body. It might be physically in your, literally in your belly. It might be a little bit above that in your chest, in your throat. Sometimes for some people, it's more auditory, which is still physical, right? Sound waves or, or vibration. It's a physical phenomenon. So you know, and if you don't know, if you're a generator and you can't really relate to having that gut response that says hell yes or hell no, it might sound like mm hmm or mm right? That is your inner guidance system, and that is what you are supposed to be, well I say supposed to. That is how you were designed to really know what is energetically correct for you at this exact moment. Because sometimes if your gut says no to something, It doesn't mean it's forever a no, it just means it's a no right now because your gut knows what is correct for you. Your gut will never ever lead you astray. So really super important to know that as a generator. And the not self theme of the generator, so you remember the not self is when you are behaving in ways that are energetically incorrect for you, the not self theme of the generator is frustration. So if you're feeling really frustrated in any endeavor in your life as a generator, that is a good sign that you are doing Doing things that are not correct for you you're not listening to your gut you're saying yes when your guts saying no or you're saying no when your guts saying yes so really be on the lookout for that because that gut response is really your superpower as a generator and the signature of the generator is satisfaction so that is what you want you want to be satisfied and as I mentioned with generators you are here to do meaningful work you are here to follow that gut follow your interests really follow your heart what is it that you love to do? What gives you even more energy? And you can just do it and do it forever. And that is what is correct for you as a generator. And then after generators, we have manifesting generators. So, manifesting generators, as the name implies, are sort of a hybrid your type of generator, but you also have a lot in common with manifestors. And so, you are your own aura type or energy type. So, manifesting generators are about 33% of the population. So, between generators and manifesting generators, we have about 70% of the population covered. So the two of you are the bulk of the population. And for manifesting generators, like generators, you have a ton of energy. You also have that defined sacral motor that just gives you this seemingly endless reserve of energy, though it's not endless and you still have to honor your need to rest. That's actually very important for both generators and manifesting generators. As much energy as you have, that is beautiful. But when you are tired, it's really important for you to rest, not to push through because if you push through the tire, you'll get a second wind, you'll re-engage that sacral motor, but that's when that sacral motor actually needs to be resting and recharging. And if you don't give it an opportunity to do that, then you're going to burn yourself out. And generators and manifesting generators, one of the challenges of having that defined sacral motor is that if that energy is not being expressed in the way that's, you know, it's letting it out and it's correct for you, it will just start to build up inside of you. You can start to have sleep issues and that just leads a host of other challenges. You know, Know, emotionally, mentally, physically. So that's really important note for generators and manifesting generators. So getting back to manifesting generators specifically, generators have that really focused energy, right? The freight train barreling down the tracks. For manifesting generators, you have a ton of energy, but it is not focused. You like to have lots of different things going on. Your energy is much more restless, right? The generator, I think of them as being very grounded and the manifesting generator is kind of over here and over there there, right? And that is energetically correct for you to be putting your energy in lots of different places. This is actually the manifestor in you. I didn't talk too much about this, about the manifestor, but manifestors are designed to initiate action. They are not designed to see it all the way through to the end. If they want to see it all the way through the end, then that's fine. But oftentimes manifestors will start something here. And then the, once they achieve that, they're like, great. And they'll start something there and they'll start something there and they'll start something there. So manifesting generators, you have a little bit of that desire in you as as well to be constantly kind of starting something however you have a different strategy you're not a manifester you're a manifesting generator so the manifester can just get that idea get that inspiration inform anybody who's going to be affected and then go ahead and do whatever they want to do make themselves queen whatever right as a manifesting generator you also need to listen to that same sacral response that i was just discussing for generators that is going to be really important for you now as a manifesting generator it works a little bit different than it does for generators so one way that you can think about this as a manifesting generator is that you are waiting for the moment of truth so you always going to listen to that gut that gut is never going to lead you astray if it says yes i would do it if i were you and if it says no i would not do it if i were you but that gut what you want to do unlike the generator so this is a difference between the two so if you're a generator this doesn't apply to you unlike the generator manifesting generators you're looking for that gut to say yes right so you're getting that response that like okay yes this situation is correct for me whether it's this person whether it's a job whatever it is but you don't want to commit too quickly so you want to kind of follow that yes but you want to feel it out dip your toe in get more information and then when that moment of decision arrives where now you have to commit or not then you're waiting for your gut to say yes a second time and when it says yes a second time then you can give it all of your manifestor energy and that is going to your manifest generator energy, and that is going to lead you in the right direction. So that's how your strategy works as a manifesting generator so the one thing to note as a manifesting generator you've got this ton of energy and it can be very restless and that can lead to a lot of impatience manifesting generators you are naturally efficient because you're always looking as to how you can like skip those steps to get to the end there's that impatience there and sometimes that works out really well but as a manifesting generator you want to really be mindful and make sure that you're not making decisions too impulsively especially if you have emotional authority which is something that we're not going to get into right now in this overview but emotional authority basically means that you are designed to make decisions based on how it feels for you emotionally but the challenge of having emotional authority is that your emotional wave needs to run its full course before you can fully know how you feel about something so the the motto of emotional authority in human design is there is no truth in the now because something that might feel really good today once you sleep on it may not feel so great or even vice versa. So as a manifesting generator, you just wanna make sure that you're giving yourself that time and that patience. And again, that's more so if you have emotional authority as a manifesting generator, but even if you don't, it's still something to be mindful of. You also wanna be mindful of with generators. You wanna be mindful of when you're tired and honor that. One thing for manifesting generators to know is that no one else has your level of energy. So if you are wondering why other people can't keep up with you, it's because no one can keep up with a manifesting generator except for a manifesting generator. So just know that about people, particularly if any of you are looking for a relationship and you have an idea that you want to be with somebody who can keep up with you and can do all of the things at all the times, just know, you know, just be mindful that if they're not a manifesting generator, they're probably not going to be able to keep up with you all of the time. But that's fine. That's totally fine. It's just an important thing to know. Just as with generators, the not self theme of the manifesting generator is frustration and your signature is also satisfaction so just know that that is the kind of north star that's going to let you know whether or not you're on track are you feeling satisfied or are you feeling frustrated because that's a sign that something is a little bit awry so after manifesting generators now we move to projectors so projectors are about 20% of the population I'm a projector and we are here to be guides of other people's energy so it is sad of projectors, that we are not designed to work. And what that means, it doesn't mean that we literally don't do work in the world, but it means that we do not have, our gift is not in the work that we do. It is in the way that we see the world, and it is in the way that we are able to guide other people's energies. So coaches, teachers, administrators, anyone who is sort of in charge of other people, taking care of other people, managing other people, is a really natural fit for the projector. So one thing that that can be very confusing about being a projector is that we have a strategy to wait for the invitation. So what that means is that projectors, we are not designed to go out and chase after things, people, opportunities. If you're an entrepreneur like me, projectors, you know, it doesn't work for us to do even to market in the way that other people might market. A manifesting generator or a manifester, even a generator can say like, hey, you know, click here, buy this. But as a projector, we need to be more subtle because what we are doing is that we are waiting to be recognized acknowledged and invited into people the opportunities the situations the relationships that are correct for us just because we're invited doesn't mean we have to say yes we still get to decide what is correct for us but that is how we are designed so I know this can feel really challenging as a projector because I know that when I first learned about human design and this strategy of the projector I could completely see the truth of it in my own life because any time in my life there's been something like, I want this thing and I go after it and I throw all of my energy behind it, 90% of the time, it doesn't happen. And when I look at the best things that have happened to me, the best opportunities, everything has come to me by invitation. I'll give you a really quick example. I had a dream to be on The Amazing Race, the reality TV show, (laughs) The Amazing Race. I dreamt about being on The Amazing Race for years. I applied to be on The Amazing Race multiple times with like different partners because like i gotta find the right combination because i am meant to be on this show and i was just certain that i could make this happen and i got really close because i got a call back and we got you know to the finals and then we got to the point where they took our passports to get visas and we got our vaccinations and i'm like oh my god this is finally happening and then right before we were going to go we got cut and i was bitter <laughs> the not self theme of the projector is bitterness okay and i was bitter because i'm like oh my god why i want this so much and why is this not happening and then what happened, then because I was going after something that clearly was not meant to be for me because it never happened, something else came to me by invitation, which was an invitation to be on the show Survivor. That's a small, one very small example of how really um, all of my best opportunities have always just come to me by invitation. Now, while we are waiting to be invited, fellow projector, do not despair. I think of this as proactive patience, right? So somebody recently shared with me this quote from Will Smith, even though He's not a projector. This applies directly to projectors, which is if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So, projectors, while we are waiting to be invited in, what we should be doing during that time is going deep into our expertise, making ourselves visible for our expertise, and then allowing people to recognize us and to invite us in. Same thing goes for dating. If you are dating and you are home and you are closing yourself off and people don't know that you're single, people don't know that you're looking, that is not the correct. Strategy for a projector because you want to put that out there because you want people to be able to recognize you as, like, oh, okay, that's somebody I want to invite into a dating scenario. So, waiting for the invitation, but being very proactive as we do that, that is the strategy of the projector. And the projector, the signature of the projector is success. So, just know that even though it might feel a little bit frustrating to wait and it feels like, oh, is the world going to pass me by? No, the world is not going to pass you by. You have all of the invitations that you need available to you. It's just a matter of you making yourself visible, you know, for the right things and that way the right people will effortlessly find you. And I can attest to this as a projector. And then the fifth and final energy type or aura type is the reflector. So reflectors are designed to go through the world in a state of awe and wonder. So reflectors are only about one percent of the population. So you are really, really, really very special rare unicorns. Reflectors are very open. Reflectors have what's called all of their energy centers in human design are all undefined which means that they're open which means that reflectors are highly 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 absorbent and sensitive to other people's energy. So what reflectors are here to do is to mirror back to other people our energy. So it's said of a reflector if you have a reflector in your family or in your company, in your organization, in your community, you always want to look to the health of that reflector because if they're happy that means that the larger community is healthy. And And if they're unhappy, then that's a symptom of the larger community being unhealthy. So reflectors are so important to us really understanding each other because they have this heightened sensitivity that the rest of us do not have. Now, the strategy of the reflector, because you have this heightened sensitivity to other people and you're constantly absorbing other people's thoughts, their emotions, their ego, their intuition, their energy, all of this, that it's really important for you to wait 28 days, wait a full lunar cycle before making any major decisions. And I know that that sounds really hard. And when I first learned about human design, and I read about reflectors, I thought, well, this can't be right. But I have since met about six or so reflectors, and they've all confirmed to me, absolutely, I always take a month to make any major decisions. So just know that that is absolutely correct for you. That is the amount of time that you need to go through all of your own emotional cycles and also to get rid of everybody else's energy and thoughts. So for reflectors, your environment is like everything. So you want to make sure that you are in an environment that feels good to you. And if you are in an environment that feels good to you, your life is going to be great. And if you are in an environment that is not, then it's going to be a real challenge for you. The not self theme of the reflector is disappointment. So if you're feeling very disappointed, in your life, in any endeavor, that is a good sign that you are making decisions too quickly, That you are taking on too much of other people's thoughts and emotions and confusing them with your own. So, it's really important for you as a reflector to spend time alone in solitude where you can really just get rid of all of that energy from other people, like physically discharge it from your body and allow you to come back to yourself. So, having similar to manifestors, how it's going to be very important for manifestors to communicate with people in their lives that, you know, okay, I'm going to do this, just so you know, I'm going to do this. It's also important for you as a reflector to communicate with people in your lives yeah i'm gonna make a decision but it's gonna take me a while so let's check in next month or hey i love you and i want to spend more time together but it's also really important to me that i spend time in solitude every day so i'm gonna go for a while and i'll be back you know so just that communication of letting people know because being a reflector is not the easiest path in our culture, right? In our society, being so empathic is not the easiest path. Being very changeable because of your environment, you might feel like a different person based on the environment that you're in and whoever whoever you're surrounded with. So that is normal. That is natural. That is exactly how you were designed. Again, you were designed to be that reflection of the larger the larger community around you. So it is a beautiful thing. But you still are you, and you. Do deserve to be you. So I know I'm going on a little bit, but whenever I meet a reflector who hasn't ever heard of human design this is always so relieving to them it's most relieving to number one is reflectors number two is projectors because in both cases we have a strategy that's a little counterintuitive to how people typically say that you should operate in life so reflectors i got you and just know that your signature the signature of the reflector is surprise so really leaning into that sense of awe and wonder and surprise and that is what you are here to do as a reflector. That is an overview of the five different energy types, manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. I hope that was helpful for you. I know this is a really quick intro and there's so much more to dig into with human design, but this will get you started. Have a great day. And there you have it, the introduction to human design. I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope that you got some real value out of that. I hope that if you've never heard of human design right now, you're like, oh my God, my mind is blown. Holy shit, this is crazy. Cause that's how I felt when I first started learning about it. So welcome. (laughs) And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you would like to be entered into my December 2020 contest, I'm gonna be choosing three people to give one-on-one human design consultation with me. And I'm going to be selecting those three people from my text community. So I need you to text me at 323-402-6863. Again, this is a U.S. number, 323-402-6863. Text me two things, your human design energy type and number two, your biggest question about human design. I'm going to be choosing three winners at the end of December. If you are enjoying this podcast, if you enjoy this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you shared it, share it on social, share it with a friend who you think might benefit, share it from somebody who you're like, oh my God, you need to learn about this human design thing because it's amazing. I would really appreciate that. And I also want to thank everyone who's taken the time to rate the show and to review the show and to subscribe to the show. I appreciate you so much. And I want to shout out all of my listeners around the world when I see that the show is on the charts in places like lithuania and ireland and australia and thailand it's just so amazing it's so cool so i see you i appreciate you and i'm just grateful that we have this technology that we can connect in this way so thank you so much for those of you taking the time to do that and if you haven't yet taken the time what are you waiting for? Here's your invitation. I'd really appreciate it. And last thing, you can stay in touch with me on the socials. I'm at Dear Franny Everywhere on Instagram, on Twitter, on Clubhouse, on Facebook, everywhere, TikTok. Oh, I'm on TikTok now, guys. Yep, I'm on TikTok at Dear Franny. Check me out. And the podcast is at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I appreciate you. Stay in touch with me. Those of you who've reached out to send me lovely messages, thank you so much. This is amazing, this community of listeners. So thank you, thank you. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.